Okay, Kelly, I want to talk about linear and work trials. So Carrie, who's linear CEO, had a post a couple of weeks ago in which he said for the about 50 employees that they have so far, every single employee, including executives, has done a work trial. And he thinks that it's going to continue to scale with the company. There's obviously a ton of data on interviews. My favorite is the Google data, which when they looked at about 10,000 interviewers, they only found one person that had correlation between interview assessments and on-job performance. And so I've been talking a lot. This is kind of like my pet topic. I fundamentally believe interviews are broken and we're only doing them because we've been doing them. But I want to get your take on linear work trials and what are you thinking about the future for interviewing? Yeah, I, lo- I do love this. Um, I I have a point of view. So real talk, I've never been good at interviewing, Nolan. And maybe it's just because they are broken and you can't really, I've just, I've never been good at it, you know? Like as a and candidate, or, like as a candidate no, or an assessor? As an, as an assessor. Um, and I... You know, maybe it's I always kind of find the good and pe- they're great. Bring them in for this. And it's it's hard for me in one meeting in like 30 or 45 minutes to discern if someone's going to be successful here in the thick day in and day out with all these people in this culture. I just think that's really hard to do. And I think it's a crapshoot at the end of the day, unless you know someone or there's back channels or this. It's just very difficult. Totally agree with you. So here's here's the double click into the way Linear is thinking about this and how they do it. So their work trials are paid. It's a two to five day period where the candidate comes in and works on a real project that the team plans to implement. So um, I actually started thinking about this when I interviewed at Carta. And my interview process at Carta, I met with six people. And then I got a call from their interim head of people at the time, Mike Wu. And Mike was like, Nolan, we loved you. We want to make you an offer. And I was like, Mike, I don't know shit about you and you don't know shit about me. Whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds like the craziest thing ever. And then just literally like off the cuff, I was like, hey, here's my take on how we can get to know each other better. I'll put together a presentation based off of what our headcount plans are on what I think the people team construction needs to look like. I'll develop a little bit of a model. Um, I'll put together like my high level org chart. I'll walk you through how much I think people cost from a cash and equity standpoint. And then what we can do is I, I can present that to the entire executive team and you guys can poke holes, ask questions, because like I wanna make sure we are fully aligned on how I think about people operations before I walk into the building versus like crossing our fingers and toes and hoping this thing works. Totally. So since I think I interviewed with GitHub in 2013, something like that, since, since that year, I've only done that with companies I've joined. So at the end, you've upwards of spent 25, 30 hours with these people and it's conversations, it's dinners, it's lunches, it's lunches with employees uh, as well. I mean, getting that 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 full rounded piece. And then to your point, it's exactly that. It's a working session. It's almost like um, a two, three hour staff meeting where you're picking and pulling. You are presenting, but you're chatting and they're getting to know your style and how you've assessed and listened and kind of digested this process. 
more importantly, to your point, you're getting to know theirs. And I think so many people are like, I got the job, I'll take it. And we've talked about this in most of our episodes. It's like, oh, shit, what just happened? Uh, I didn't expect this. Um, You know, it's the same thing as dating and getting married. It's just, it's kind of not exactly the same, I guess. But you know what I mean? And I just think I have put that into place companies I advise for work for like it has been a thing ever since with all roles even you can do it with first line roles right you can do it with an SDR role well there are trade-offs so so look I think from an executive standpoint um for execs it's typically easier to do this because usually execs are taking time off between roles now, for individual contributors or mid-level managers, often these people are living paycheck to paycheck, and they might be coming from a perspective of like, hey, I actually have a job already. I like my job. I don't have time to do this. And here's, here's what I would say to the detractors, because I think that is a very real experience. I agree. I agree. If you really want to work at a company, you will go the extra mile to be assessed by that company and to de-risk for yourself. And I I think what I love about what Linear is doing here is a lot about what Colleen McCreary talks about, which is companies standing for something. You may not agree with it, but this is the way that they assess and get signal on candidates. And it's also the way that they ensure candidates actually want to work at Linear. Now, if you don't agree with it, you don't have to interview there. There are many other companies where you can go interview at, but the trade-off of doing this process at Linear is it will require significantly more time and you'll probably have to figure out like a nights and weekends situation to accommodate. But on the other side, you are going to know exactly who you're going to be working with, how they work, and ideally what good looks like at the company. I think honestly, it's one of the smartest things I've seen. And I love that they're actually planting a flag and saying, everybody's going to do this. No exceptions. Yeah, I do. I do like, I love that to your point, the clarity of identity. Who are we? What do we stand for? The commitment, right? I would hypothesize that many companies don't do this because of the time. That is a significant time investment and also a shit ton of discipline. That is not easy to pull off. I do understand the trade-offs it could be sticky as far as making that timeline work or whatnot, but I think you have to be flexible around that and a little creative. So potentially for executives, maybe it does look a little bit different than for a junior employee. Maybe it's a little bit less time, but the bottom line for me is I I, I do think interviewing sucks. I will say I've never been good at it. And I think the best way you can get signal on people is to spend freaking time with them. If it's a a mid-level or first line or an entry-level role, the biggest thing for me is, did they grasp what's going on in the company? Did they grasp what the role is about? Can they play that back in a way that's intelligent, comprehensive, logical, collaborative? Because, and that some you can discern that in a thirty-minute roundtable with four other people. We've done that a bunch when I was at Hired and it was like, oh, geez, that was way off. And you wouldn't have gotten that just by talking to them one-on-one for 30 minutes. Hey, everyone. We'll be right back in a moment after a word from our sponsors. Have you ever had a negative experience hiring an executive? I certainly did at Carta and DoorDash, and that's why I started Continuum, the modern AI-powered executive search firm. 
Continuum connects executives and senior operators to venture-backed tech companies for fractional and full-time roles. You could post any executive-level role to Continuum's marketplace and search through our database of world-class experience leaders. Continuum will intelligently surface your opportunity to relevant operators. They'll express interest and show up in your inbox. It's like magic. There's no platform fee or hidden cost. You only pay the person you hire and you can cancel at any time. If you're thinking about hiring an exec in the middle of a search right now or don't know how to solve a problem, I get it. Scaling is hard. Companies like Athletic Greens, Weights and Biases, Masari, and more than 100 other tech companies have turned to Continuum for help solving their people ops, go-to-market, engineering, and finance challenges. So check out Continuum in the description below. Ping me on LinkedIn if you have any questions or head to joincontinuum.com. Look, the other thing, so I was at Google uh, when we tried to get, I think we, it was called the rule of four. So like candidates were only allowed to have four on-site interviews because we were optimizing for candidate experience. And, you know, if you, if you look at that time, everyone thought, well, Google's doing this, so we have to go do it. And now I think looking back, you know, obviously hindsight's 2020, Google didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They were experimenting. It wasn't really framed as an experiment. It was framed as like, this is what we're doing. That needs to be a t-shirt. Totally. But it, it, like, it turned out that that was not good and it was not getting great signal on candidates. And so then they instituted hiring committees and all this other shit, which ended up just like basically looking at somebody's resume and where they went to school and, you know, it, were they job hoppy, all shit that a recruiter can figure out. Anyways. But but everyone copied that. That's so funny, isn't it? A, a brand name, a brand name coupled with such conviction and confidence. It's like copy, copy, copy. Oh, that was wrong. That's what happened. And look, like I left Google going into DoorDash being like, we have to do this because this is the way that I was just taught. And and I was so fucking wrong. And, you know, actually, one of the reasons I'm, I'm now on the other side of this debate is because at DoorDash, for all of our general managers, we gave them a take home assignment, which was anonymized order data, like hundreds of thousands of rows and said, here's this data set. Tell us what you think. And like the best candidates would spend like 15 hours using SQL to like figure out what the hell was going on with the data set. And it turned out like those people actually ended up being insanely successful at the company. And so I think where this is leading me is the only reason we do interviews is because we've done them in the past. I don't think there's any reason to continue doing interviews the way that we've done them at all. In fact, like I actually think the closer that you can get to a work trial that looks a lot like what the job is, the more signal you will get on, a, on the candidate and the more signal the candidate will get on you and how you assess talent. Yeah. We talked about this a bunch, right? With performance management systems, this, it, it is, inertia is a very powerful thing, you know, and it's hard to shift something that's already been in motion for so long across so many. So I, I do agree with you. And I mean, I will, I will tell you just to keep it light. I don't like the term work trial. It feels a little weird. Um, <laughs> but the bottom line is to spend time like fucking work trial, trial. <laughs> I just feel like just call it what it fucking is. You're spending time with people in the atmosphere 
that you're going to work with them in every day versus some <laughs> awkward one-on-one situation. That, that's what it is. So however it's right for you, create it. Three days, five days, two hours, a different exercise. Just freaking spend time with these people. Here's where I'll leave it is a lot of our audience are HR pros or recruiters. And I would just say that if you take an honest step back and you assess your current talent pool and you look at that talent pool compared to their interview scores, I will bet you there's no correlation because that's exactly what Google did back in like 2012. And there's like no correlation between interview performance and on-job performance. And so, especially given the moment that we're in right now to where HR teams are still getting cut and it's brutal out there, this is a way that you can actually tie business impact into your job. And so if you think about how we can innovate, this is the number one way I can see HRs, HR pros and recruiters moving forward and saying, hey, CEO, I don't think our interviews are working. What if we ran an experiment to actually do some work trials that were tied to exactly the way that we think about successful performance in the role. And I would encourage our audience to start thinking about that and implementing those sorts of things. And if I, if I was still in the seat selfishly, it's a perfect time to do that because you're not under the gun like I was three years ago to freaking hire 600 people net a year. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a nice season for that. It's a good, good half glass full outlook, Nolan. Yeah, so... Test it out. Let us know what you guys think. As always, please like, comment, and subscribe. And talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Cool. See ya. HR Heretics is a podcast from Turpentine, the network behind Econ 102, Moment of Zen, and Turpentine VC. Subscribe, five stars, share it on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, all the things.